This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And uh, it is Thursday. The Steelers getting a second uh, practice in today. Um, getting ready to, to go play the... L.A. Chargers. L.A. Chargers. Yeah. Fine Arab Chargers. That's the... What's up? You don't know that one? This is two days in a row you're throwing <laughs> old man references that's, at me. That's I don't know. Rolling Stones Emotional Rescue. <laughs> okay. Running across the desert on a fine Arab charger. Yeah, okay. No, okay, you know that one. Okay. All right. I mean, it's a Stones <laughs> disco-y tune. And a lot of people don't. <laughs> Not one of their finest. I yeah. Imagine. Fair enough. Right. Uh, anyway, so uh, Steelers getting that second practice in. We already have an injury report from that oh, one. Oh, good. Uh, Let's start there. Chase Claypool limited again today. Steelers had to move inside today because of the inclement weather. Uh, Joe Hayden not practicing again today. That mm-hmm. uh, No surprise there. But yeah. Trey Turner was back. Mm, okay, good. That That's was a kind of a question time. 24 hours ago. Yeah, Cam Hayward was back. Uh, also not practicing Kevin Dotson, TJ Watt. Uh, no surprises really, really there. Uh Cam Hayward back, as I think I said, as a full yeah, yeah. That was a coach's decision yesterday. No big deal there. Uh, but Isaiah Loudermilk was a limited participant today. Hmm. He's dealing with a little bit of a groin injury, shockingly enough. Yeah, right. That's uh, the trend. But they did get some good news on that front in that uh, they started the clock rolling on Carlos Davis. Yeah, I heard that too. Um, good. You know, so maybe if you— One more body in there. Yeah, if, if, yeah. if, if all of a sudden Loudermilk's not you know able to play, maybe you say, oh, hey, Davis looks pretty good in practice. Fire him up. Yeah, at least you know. he's— Fresh and you know, add him yeah. to the equation, and he's got talent. I mean, he's yeah. an athletic guy. He's with played some snaps. He's I mean, played snaps. Yeah, I've been kind of impressed with Loudermilk, though. I mean, yeah. he's different than those other guys to me. He's so long, and I think he's a better natural pass rusher than Davis and Bugs. Um, but yeah, I, I think all those guys have a pretty bright future. I just wish the future was now for them. I mean, they're all playing more snaps than they should collectively. I mean, we talk about this all the time. I mean, the the D lineman not named Cam. Are problems right now, and they're just kind of, yeah, I don't want to say in over their head, but you know, doing more than what was planned for them. I guess is the best way to phrase that. Um, it sounds just by your tone and our chats the last couple of days. Hayden and Dotson are the ones I you would don't say expect are to see them. Yeah, and Watt is Watt still going, better uh, chance than those two. Yeah, he's doing some stuff. Yeah, okay, he's doing some stuff. Uh, we'll see with that one. Um, yeah, that would be massive. One thing I, I did a uh, a call with the Steelers with Pursuta and Wolf and Modes today, and, and it was one angle I hadn't thought about was chatting with those guys. Is I went back and watched Chargers Vikes and Chargers really struggled with blitz. And I know Zimmer's a handful, and you would think this Chargers O line is fixed. You know they spent so much money in a first round pick. But they're not really gelling as much as you think. I mean, yeah. they brought in those three starters, and then the other two guys haven't played that much. You know, they're they're kind of like the Steelers D linemen in a way that they're a little new to this, inexperienced, not super high pedigree guys. So their communication on blitz has been kind of suspect. Would you blitz Herbert heavier? I mean, the Steelers have not had the blitz. And where I'm going with this is, well, what if Watts out in particular because the right tackle is a real problem and. Watt would probably eat him alive, but boy, I'd sure like to have Minka if I'm blitzing heavy. You know, they've blitzed Terrell Edmonds a little bit more of late. He I had think a, he could be good at. He it. had a sack the yeah. last game. I think if you're going to play him in the box, that makes some sense. Yeah, yeah. You know, because he is fast and and you know can get through the sift through well, the traffic quickly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's definitely that. So 
Yeah, I do think maybe you go that direction with that. I think you know there be might be some instances where you see Carl Joseph out there. He can do mm-hmm. that as okay. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so they they have some possibilities there. Uh, Bush and Schobert are both. All those guys have shown and yeah. close. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, mean, so, I don't know if they're all natural pass rushers, but they yeah. can close and hit gaps and all those type of things. The thing is, I mean, like I mentioned that the Chargers blitz pickup has been a little questionable, but they don't. They're not Herbert's pushing not the ball down the, ball. the field. Right, right. And, that, I mean, and maybe like, that goes hand in hand. I, oh, maybe they were getting the blitzed a lot early in the season. Like, we're struggling with this. Mm-hmm. We got to go. He's getting hit too much. We got to go to something a little more, get the ball out of his hands quickly. Right. Mm, where have you heard that before? Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. We would say it's sort of looking similar. I mean, and if, if the ball's going to come out super fast, you don't want to blitz it. You want to tackle the catch, disrupt throwing. Or like if, I mean, you want to force the ball where you want it to go. Yeah, that too. Funnel yeah. it to the right Okay, you want to you want to try to funnel everything to Keenan Allen? We can you, you blitz from wherever Keenan Allen's not to kind of force the ball to go somewhere else. Yeah, because right, typically right, right. the first read for a quarterback is to throw at the throw blitz. at the blitz. Sure, sure, that makes some sense. You know, if you're especially if you're bringing slot corners and things like that. You know, I mean, so I, I thought that was one angle. It was interesting, and a lot of it to me will depend on if Watt plays or not. Um, if Watt I, plays, I don't think you blitz. Right, you can you can get there with four. Right, Um, Highsmith needs to win some one on ones, and he's got a tough. You know, it's interesting. I I kind of asked. uh, We talked to Keith Butler today. Mm -hmm. Both coordinators spoke today, right? And yeah, yeah, he was talking about Highsmith, and we were on a Zoom call, so you're kind of limited with the the feedback and the follow ups and that kind of stuff. And so he was talking about Highsmith and how how well Highsmith is playing, Mm -hmm. and how he's really happy with Highsmith. And I'm like, Keith is. Is this a situation where T.J. Watt is so good and gets to the quarterback so quickly mm-hmm. that other guys aren't getting that you think might have gotten there? Right, like in a normal aren't day, getting there as quickly okay. as T.J. It's a good question. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and I think there might be a little something to that. Yeah, that okay. I remember talking about it with Stefan Tuitt. You know, when I, when I used to host the Stefan Tuitt show, and he would talk about you know how close he is to getting sacks, and he was always you know second guy there, second guy there. Which is a great problem to have, right? Yeah, if, if you were somebody's to... beating you to the football, well, now you don't have that. The other thing, there's a couple things to make note of this week. I don't know if you saw this one earlier in the week. Warren Sapp, I don't, did not see this. Okay, he puts out a little post on Twitter talking about there was a, a preview that, of course, they're talking during the Sunday night game. They preview the following week Sunday oh, night right, game. Right, 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 makes sense. So they put out the the Chiron with the Chiron is the little graphic. Uh, and TV talk. The yeah. Chiron with the next week's game on it, and they have Justin Herbert and Cam Hayward on there. Okay. And Warren Sapp puts out a little thing that says, who's this 97? <laughs> really? It, well, okay. the this, this story continues here. So he tweets that out. Hayward gets wind of it. And they have a little back and forth. Not a lot, but a little bit. And, of okay. course, a lot of people, you know. So Hayward obviously saw this. Right, right, right. Who did Warren Sapp play for at one point in his career? Well, Dungy and... Who was on that staff? Tomlin and... Yes. Right, right, right. So Mike Tomlin knows Warren Sapp pretty well. Oh, I would assume so, yeah. In fact, I've learned over the years that if you remember back in 2011, Warren Sapp put out the old, tired, done quote about the Steelers when he was on Inside Uh, the NFL. I do remember that, right. That was done with a little bit of prodding from a certain... Uh, you think it kind of comes from within, just a motivational tactic Motivation, here. like, he, he, Cam, we may not have TJ this week. 
Kim. We need your we, A++. Plus we need to, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, so, Warren, why don't you put this little tweet out there about Cam and see what uh, see if he can poke the bear a little bit. Not like the bear needs a, a fire under him. He plays with great fire all the time, but a little more. But Cam was asked about it this morning, and he just kind of got a big grin on his face like, I saw it. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> no, no, I don't know Warren Sapp at all, but, yeah, I saw it, and we, we don't have any kind of relationship, but. I know who has a relationship with Warren Sapp. <laughs> <laughs> so just a little fuel yeah, to the fire. Front of the, front of the games Mike, behind Mike the Tomlin scenes. pushing the, the buttons a little bit more there. Sure. Uh, but, but it wasn't malicious or, yeah. you know, this guy stinks or, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, interesting. But, yeah, I mean, you know, Butler's talking about Highsmith and, and saying, you know, look, we, th- we think he's playing pretty well. I certainly think his run defense has been an underreported positive. Yeah. You know, I mean, there, people aren't running to his edge. With a lot of success. And when he's they do, it. he's getting tackles in the, in the exactly, backfield. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And I know the sack numbers haven't been there. One and a half sacks, both versus Seattle. He's been a little quiet with the pass rush to me. I mean, I don't have a problem with him. I don't, I'm not suggesting, you know, he's not a starting player. Or he's not a foundational player for him. Surprises me a little bit that Coach Butts would be like, yeah, yeah, we're thrilled with him. He's playing out of his mind, you know, or however so he's he playing it. really well. We're really happy with, okay. with how he's playing. Yeah, I mean, he... He needs to have a big one, though, because, boy, he's got a tough matchup against Slater. If people don't yeah. know, go watch Slater this year. He's really, really impressive. Um, if, if you look at the quarterback hit numbers this year, Highsmith does have seven quarterback hits. Does he? So, okay. he is, you know, Watt has 20. Well, yeah. He's on his own planet. <laughs> right. Hayward has 10, and then you have Highsmith with seven. Okay. And did he miss one game? He missed a game. Okay. Yeah. And, and he's, it was a, kind of a slow start for him because he was dealing with that groin. I think he's mm-hmm. now starting to kind of round into form. I, you know, I think I can. You can kind of forget about him a little bit. I can call you know? it up here and look. I mean, I think a lot of those hits. Well, he had four quarterback hits against. He had no quarterback hits in the first four games of the season okay. that he played in. So, so those seven quarterback hits have come in the last four games. It's come in the second half of the first half, I guess. Yeah, you know, right. So, so there, is, it is trending in the right direction. Yeah. Okay. Good. I mean, uh, I never had concerns about him, but I, yeah. I, I do think they could use. One more guy to really produce, whether that's Bush or Highsmith or whomever. I'll say to this put too. Up numbers. And, it's not like he was going against plays. some bum in, against Seattle. No, no, no. Brown's a good player. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right. He got one. He, no that's one of the probably still one of the top fifteen. ish Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah I he's not so. the top five guy that he once was, but mm-hmm. he's, still he's still a veteran guy that's high quality playing player. against a second year guy. You'd yeah, think he'd win that battle. The trade. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was an elite player at one point, and I know times have changed, but. Left tackles are a tougher challenge still than right tackles. Yeah. And we all know that. I mean, that doesn't excuse it. But, I mean, it, I think he'll be I think he'll be more than fine. I mean, I think yeah. he's going to have a very good career. And this would be a great spot to really make a mark on national TV. But, boy, he's got a tough matchup. Um, I looked up some numbers today, Matt. Mm-hmm. This is interesting to me because I was interested to see. We got to see a, a full game of Mason Rudolph last week. Yeah. So... I wanted to look and see how quickly he got the ball out of his hands. Oh, okay. Um, ben Roethlisberger's throwing passes in 2.38 seconds this year. That mm-hmm. is the fastest in the league. Second year in a row, right. Second year in a row. Now, last year he was at 2.3 seconds, so he's holding a little bit longer that, that's, It's actually a, a reasonably big difference. Yeah. It doesn't sound like it. But doesn't yeah. sound like no. it, yeah. <laughs> um, Mason Rudolph on Sunday got the ball out in 2.39 seconds. Okay. Uh, if you look at it um, – Roethlisberger's average, his uh, intended air yard average was 6.8 yards per attempt this year. 
Rudolph was at 6.5 on Sunday. Yeah, I was say, I don't, it wasn't because he was driving the ball down the field more than Ben does. I mean, I, Well, to that, here point, we go. To that yeah. point, uh, Roethlisberger's had what the uh, what NFL, uh, the what do they call their, their advanced statistics? Yeah, and, yeah, next-gen stats. Next-gen stats. Yeah, yep. Next-gen stats say, say that Roethlisberger's attempting 18.4 aggressive 18.4% aggressive throws this season. Okay, I think they judge that by not throwing short of the sticks, basically. Yeah. Is the Down the field, way. that yeah, kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rudolph on Sunday was at 18%. Okay, really similar. On it's a lot it's of stuff, almost right. the same exact thing. Yeah. So the people were saying, well, Ben, they're doing this because of Ben. I don't no, know. That's no, that's what their offense is. I didn't know any of those things, but that boy certainly passes the sniff test for a couple things. First of all, it's really late to change the game plan whenever you got this news. Yeah, that's that's part of it. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. There's definitely some of that. I think Rudolph's a lot more like Ben than he is certainly the Lamar Jacksons of the world. Correct. <laughs> Correct. You know, a lot, leave a it lot that different, way. yeah. Although, yeah, there was a pretty nifty run he had on Sunday. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't too shabby. It was Lamar-like. But I also think part of it is this is a compliment to Ben that his number is getting it out is a little quicker because he's a quicker processor. Right. You know, yeah. if, if it's the exact same play. And his his depth was a little bit down more down the field mm-hmm. compared to Rudolph's. Yeah. You know. I bet his after the catch is a little better because it's Well, that was the big thing that, that Mike Tomlin said on and, Tuesday. You know, that, okay. that was one thing he thought Mason could have done better. His ball placement I thought was really good. Yeah, he, he right. said, you know, I, overall he wasn't – I said I wasn't unhappy with his – Mm-hmm. With what he did, he gave us a chance to win, he which gave he did. A chance to win. That's a fact. Uh, he said. If I had a, a real criticism of, of Rudolph's play, it would be that his ball placement was bad, and he didn't give us a chance mm-hmm. to get as much run after the catch as we as was available. Yeah, particularly right. on the, like those quick slants. Oh, they have to be missed. beautiful. I mean, they yeah. have to be perfect. And again, weather wasn't great. You know, all those things. But that was my number one criticism of Rudolph yeah. was ball placement, accuracy. A lot were high, you know, yeah. and it, quick game. And Chargers do a lot of quick game. It, it, I always talk about Walsh, you know, talk, you know, his tutorials with Montana, six inches in front of the numbers. You know, like right. it's pretty it's, precise. Not eight, not ten. That's you why. Know, right. That's why you know Montana was so great in that offense. He was a precision passer. He, you know, if you lined him them to death, if you lined him up, same thing with Brady for that matter. Sure. You line those two guys up against some of the other, you know, the Elways and the, mm-hmm. you know. Marinos and some of these Bar, other guys, yeah, yeah. Right, right, yeah. EJ, I want those guys. Mm-hmm. But then you put them in a game and you start watching them throw passes, and it's like, okay, I see what's. <laughs> How do I defend this? Yeah, you know, right, because the play is drawn up to do this, and they draw it up to do that. You know, exactly. Yeah. Like I, I was listening to Greg Cosell, and I've referenced him a lot. He's really good, and we we're talking about tonight's game, and they were talking about Mac Jones, and they're talking about so. You know, a lot of us, myself included, really were concerned about Jones as, well, he doesn't make a lot of second reaction plays. He's not a great athlete. All those things are still true. But he gets to the second reaction a lot less than a lot of guys do, yeah. too. You know, and I'm not saying Mac Jones is Brady, but the fact that Brady breathes. Well, I've already heard that. Uh, like he's, oh, I know, he, because he's playing for the same Let's Let's you know, tap the brakes here a little bit on the Mac Jones' right. Tom Brady stuff. Right. And... and you know, even but late career Manning, late career Breeze, the accuracy still there, the the knowledge, the timing, those type of things that Rudolph doesn't have yet or may never. I mean, I'm talking about Hall of Famers right. here. You know, that Ben's going to have ten over career games. games. Right, 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 right. Exactly. Mac Jones has started the many career games. Like, right, right. You know, you know, but a lot of those guys 
Montana, Brady, that you you know you brought up, they don't ever get to that second reaction because they run the play perfectly the way it was drawn yeah. up, which is really hard to cover, which is why <laughs> coaches are really good, like Bill Walsh and whatnot. You yeah. Know? Uh, yeah, I just I thought that was very interesting. Uh, just a fascinating, uh, something unbelievably I thought, similar. Yeah, something yeah. I thought of in the way in and I want to look that up and see. And mm-hmm. that's what it was. I'm like, it's just eerily similar. Yeah, like, right. Like there's not one outlier or one thing that stands it out. It was different, almost right. the same exact numbers. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I don't know that Ben's would have been all that much. Do I think the Steelers win that game if Roethlisberger plays? Yes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because of the processing that you just talked right. about. Right, if it's just a little better, you know, right. But the offense performed or worked the same fashion. It did. It, it worked exactly. And, again, less than 24 hours. It was less than 12 hours. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know exactly he, when he said Rudolph said today that he found out Roethlisberger wasn't starting or wasn't going to be available as he walked into the team hotel Saturday night. Wow. Okay. So you had again the games Sleep at one on o'clock the next right, day. Right, right, right. You're not getting to the team hotel until four or five o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. That gives you less than twelve hours to come up with. <laughs> yeah. You know. yeah. Like, oh, I'm starting tomorrow. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's pretty eye-opening stuff. You know. Wow. I didn't realize it was that quick. Um, I definitely think Ben would have handled the elements better too. Yeah. Just because I he's know a I've seen it a million yeah, times. Yeah. He's a know? mutter. Right. And I don't know the base. Now, does he make the two runs that Rudolph made? No. 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 But he probably he may not have to. And. Does Johnson and Fryermuth fumble? Yeah, I mean that, that's right. Those are things you just don't. No, you know, that's, that's not on the quarterback. Better on defense. No, you yeah. know. What I mean, but does Ben throw the ball three times from the five yard line? Again, we don't know. What would his decisions have been on yeah. RPO? I do know the first one was an RPO. The mm-hmm. first play was an RPO, and Rudolph looked at the line of scrimmage, counted guys in the box, and said, "Okay, numbers say I got to throw." Mm-hmm. Maybe Ben looks at that and says. Numbers say I got to throw, but I'm going to trust Najee in this. Yeah, I was about to say the exact same thing. Yeah, Rudolph doesn't have it's that. A it's that experience. A right, right. It's the experience factor. Roethlisberger could say, you know what? We're at the five-yard line here. I've done this a thousand times in my mm-hmm. career. We're going to run the ball in first down because i got two more downs to play with, and if he gets four yards here, then we're in better shape. Yeah, and our ground game's starting to do something, yeah. and you know, it's starting to – we keep banging this rock long enough, it's going to crack. Because Ben has shown, I mean, over – at least the last month, he doesn't mind handing it off anymore. <laughs> no, you know, and it's no. not Marino in his heyday. I'm not going to hand, you know, I'm just guns away, you know, guns ablazing all the time. No, I think he's quickly come to the realization that the best thing for seven and the and Steelers the yeah. is handing the ball off without you know, when doubt. in doubt. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, for Rudolph now, the, the the game becomes this week. He's taking all the snaps. Right. He's the one. Of, I mean, Ben's yeah. on practice. Um, so. It, you know, I I asked him today. I said, well, "Do you feel a little like Charlie Brown <laughs> the ball with, with out Lucy there, Van yeah. Pelt?" Because you're going to go all the way up to till you may not know until Saturday. Yeah, this is the exact opposite rem- of last week. Exact opposite of last week. The rug's about to get pulled yeah. out from you, probably. So you're prepping to play, and then yeah. all of a sudden you may show up for the team flight and say, "Oh, Ben's cleared. He's going to start tomorrow." You're, yeah, Mason, thanks for your with you yeah, thanks hey, for ben, your work you this week. Man? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but life of a backup quarterback is that way. I mean, yeah. they always say. You have to prepare like you're going to start. That's easy to say. Oh, and, absolutely. And yeah, you Saturday hear that all the time. And, but you, Right. Or Tyron Taylor's lung gets punctured. If, and if you're the, you know, if you're like the, you're starting you're the, now. You're the second or third string guy at any position. Yeah. Okay. Especially quarterback. They yeah. don't rotate in. Yeah, no kidding. You know, they yeah. don't even take a shower. The quarterback gets right. most of the, of the snaps. Yeah, you absolutely. know, If you're not the guy, now it is different for the Steelers because on Wednesday Roethlisberger doesn't practice. Rudolph practices yeah. more than most backups. But yeah. – the way it generally works is 
the the, the starter gets ninety percent of the start the snaps mm-hmm. with the starters. Yeah, yeah. And then you get a couple at the end of each Here series. And there. Yeah. Right, right, exactly. Not um, to mention just the mindset and the prep and all that kind of stuff yeah. too. Like it's easy to say, boy, every week I prepare like I'm the starter. That's fine, but you probably don't. That would be you know like that mean? would be like you walking in here today, and I said, "Hey, Matt, you're going to be the lead today, and you you can you can take us in and out of breaks. But, um, you could do it, right? <laughs> or it'd be like, you know, somebody else sitting in my chair. We're that, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like but, I show yeah, up for right. the show, I'm ready to sit down and talk to you, right, and all right. of a sudden it's somebody else. I'm it's like somebody else. Or, okay, we don't have that that same right back and forth rapport. Or you got to talk about baseball today. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yikes! <laughs> people tune out quick. Uh, but I, I thought one thing that uh, Rudolph, Rudolph said that was uh, he, he said when I asked him about the the Charlie Brown thing, he said, "Yeah, anytime you can't play every week, I don't play. You're disappointed." Sure. He said the battle is is between team and or self and team. We're not we're all going to feel that way inside, but at the end of the at the end of the freaking day, that's, I told him afterwards, I said, that was the money quote. He said, at the end of the freaking day, what matters is going out and winning the game. Regardless of who is playing the game, the Steelers, we want to win. We want to stack wins in our column and set ourselves up for the postseason. And then he said, hey, old man, I'm 25 years old. I've never heard of Charlie Brown. <laughs> Everybody knows Charlie Brown. Charlie Even he Brown? got that right. reference. Come on, man. <laughs> But, to, you know, again, I and, and we, I asked him about the, the – or he was asked about the, the situation last year in Cincinnati. I think actually mm, I, did, okay. I did ask him that one. I mean, he has been thrust into some strange situations in his 10 starts. He got or, right. all those snaps last year. Ben's on the, the, the close contact list mm-hmm. and didn't wasn't available all week long. Yeah. He comes in on Saturday. Okay, Ben's ready to go. He's, he's cleared. All Roethlisberger did in that game was go out and throw for 333 yards and four touchdowns with no interceptions. The Steelers beat the Bengals 36-10. to Yeah, destroyed them, right? <laughs> I, I mean, I don't think any of—I'm not getting on Rudolph, but I think he's a, a lifetime backup. I yeah. mean, I think that's—you know, and he could be a really good one. But I bet he looks back once he retires 10, 12 years from now or whatever and says— some of that rocky road and weird situations I got thrown into my first two years or those the, the two-year stretch, the COVID years, really made me better at this. You know, like the Frank Reichs and Jason Garretts that get thrown in behind a star, you know, over their career, and they're ready. You know, I think it'll be useful for them. It's funny you say that because he was asked about that. He said, it's good experience to have. This experience will help me when I'm 60, when I'm a grandfather. Mm-hmm. These are valuable life experiences. When you get called on in the heat of the moment, you've just got to adjust. Yeah, right. I mean, you know, if you can if you can do this kind of stuff, everything else is easy. Right. Exactly. You know? Right. 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 I mean, not not to mention the Miles Garrett stuff and all this. You know, yeah. You know, the no, crazy he's, season. He's yeah. been through yeah. quite a bit. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, again, I don't know if that he is the quarterback of the future for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Sure. Um, I do but I'm know. I'm pretty certain he'll be in the league for a long time. Yeah, as long as I, I, I do know that he puts in the prep. Mm-hmm. Um, he cares about it. Yeah, a, a great deal. I mean, oh, yeah. this is a guy that works constantly throwing the football. Mm-hmm. Even when he was a rookie, I remember talking to him about that his rookie year. He's he's the third string guy. So when the first team offense is out there working on well, stuff, he's well not getting nothing, any snaps. Right. If he's not doing scout team or yeah. whatever, he's not doing much. So he's down at the other end of the field just throwing. To whoever's available, anyone that'll catch yeah. with them, yeah. Just practicing routes and play no, ball plays. No, he certainly comes across that way. You know, they would, they would uh, have uh, special during special team sessions. Everybody else is down at the other end of the field doing special team stuff. 
and he's either on the other field or he's in the other end zone if they're indoors, throwing to Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. Whoever, whoever, again, whoever was available, and he wanted to throw all, with those guys. Not all young quarterbacks do that. Yeah. You know, like people that don't go to practice don't, I mean, sometimes they kind of huddle around or joke or, you know, maybe yeah. they enjoy, you know, enjoy their teammates and camaraderie and stuff and aren't always practicing, you know, every second they can. Yeah. I mean, he works as, he works as hard at it as anybody I've seen mm-hmm. um, and, and has since the beginning. So, you know, if if he doesn't get it done, if he does get to start on Sunday and doesn't get it done, it's not for lack of trying. It might be because they who else they're lacking uh, for this game. We'll talk mm-hmm. a little bit more about that when we come back. Right. He is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. Uh, we'll be back with more right after this. When you want black and gold football talk, you want SNR.